and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. Today, in our 34th episode of the pod, we are going to be going over the newest NWSL free agency moves and taking a look on the current status of all 12 NWSL teams' rosters and which positions I believe they should be targeting in this offseason. This episode has taken a while to produce, getting my show notes ready. It's taken a few days, so I would really appreciate it if you could follow us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review, and also follow us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast. Thanks, and let's get into the episode. As I said in my intro, today's episode is going to be all about what the what each team needs in free agency, what positions I think they need. So... If you're an NWSL fan, we have all we have you covered. We're gonna go over the, your team's current rosters, the positions that I think they needed, and whether they filled them or not. Um, although it has been a pretty light off season so far, I'm gonna start with the team that I is my favorite team, but also has been the most active in the off season. Gotham FC. If you haven't been following the NWSL off season re- recently, it's been pretty quiet. Only uh, a few moves, moving team to team, but Gotham has three of them. One was signing goalkeeper Abby Smith from the Portland Thorns. Another was signing defender Kristen Edmonds from Kansas City Current and defender Kelly O'Hara from Washington Spirit. So let's go over Gotham's roster and the way I think that the team is panning out right now. So in goal, in this order, I think that Abby Smith's going to be the number one, although it's going to be a big competition between her and Betos. And Hensley Handcuff is a very proven goalkeeper who will slot in at number three. She's a little raw handcuff, but we've seen all of her immense talents in the um, A-League this summer in Australia. So... Um, in this fall, yes, she's been performing in, in the A-League, and she's done a great job there. So don't expect to see Handcuff not getting any playing time as she did last as she didn't get any last season. With the new Challenge Cup format, which means that the Challenge Cup is going to be played like the FA Cup, where it's over the season, they're going to need to rotate their team, so therefore you could see Handcuff slotting in there. That's why this season, having a roster 28 players deep is important and it's a world cup year there's a lot of new things going around the year with league this year of structure so it's important and the fullbacks for this team you have a lot of good fullbacks on the roster that's not a position that i think is weak for gotham amani dorsey sabrina flores and ellie jean are more of the left-sided players with Bruninha and kelly o'hara on the right but the thing is the fullbacks is they're for the most part pretty interchangeable players like Um, Ellie Jean and Kelly O'Hara have played both, so I could see a situation where you have Kelly O'Hara on the left and Bruninha on the right, but when Kelly O'Hara is at the World Cup, I could see a back line of Amani Amani Dorsey and Bruninha as your fullbacks, but overall I think that Kelly O'Hara on the left, Bruninha on the right, with Amani Dorsey slotting in there for the World Cup, because that's a big thing that you have to think about, is although the World Cup won't play as much of a factor this season, it still plays a big factor, so you have to remember that. So yeah, in Gotham's midfield, their center backs are Ali Krieger, Kristen Edmonds, Mandy Freeman, and Kellyanne Livingstone. I said that in the order that I believe they will play. I think Edmonds and Ali Krieger will start with Mandy Freeman and Kellyanne Livingstone on the bench. Again, I really hope to see Livingstone getting some more playing time this year, as you know, she's a promising young player, so... We're going through the rosters really quick because the positions needing is arguably the most 
interesting part of the episode. The rosters, you know, you could look them up online. The midfield is Christy Mewis, Ali Long, Victoria Pickett, Taryn Torres, Mahomi Kawasumi, and up top there's Midge Purse, Taylor Smith, Ifeoma Onomonu, Cameron Tucker, and Paige Monahan. This is the most full roster, like, at first glance. You're like, wow, they, they have a team that they could run with all season. But I do see a few big weaknesses that are staring at me in the face. Gotham was the least successful team last year in the NWSL, finishing in last place, 12th, with a negative 30 goal differential. So for me, I had three of my five position-needed spots on the defense, although I had a goalkeeper, a center back, and a fullback, but I think those are filled. You added Abby Smith, you added Kristen Edmonds, and you added Kelly O'Hara. We'll talk about this later on in the episode, how draft picks will play into this, but Emily Madrill could also be added as another center back option to Gotham. She's the most likely number one pick, but there's also players like Alyssa Thompson who are potential superstars up top, so we could get into that. Two positions that I think still need to be filled for Gotham. This is a big concern. They really couldn't get the ball in the back of the net a lot last year. They scored 16 goals in 24 games in the regular season, which is, quite frankly, not good enough to make the playoffs. Two-thirds of a goal a game. Not a great attacking performance from them last year. I think a center midfielder is really needed for them. Because I could easily see a midfield with Ali Long and Christy Mewis, with Ali Long being that sixth, the holding midfielder, and Christy Mewis getting a more of a free roam position. But with Pickett, Torres, and Kawasumi, I haven't been really convinced with what I've seen from them. Pickett, since she's joined, hasn't really done a lot for the score sheet. Torres is still a young player that needs to be developed, and I don't think she's ready to be part of a playoff winning starting 11 midfield although I could easily see her slotting in there and Kawasumi is an older player so I think that Gotham when you look in that respect I think they do need to look for the future as well and nothing against the players but I think that Pickett and Torres are the only two relatively young midfielders and Torres is still like 23 24 and Pickett is like um in her mid 30 I mean her mid 20s so there's still a lot of um work that needs to be done. Yeah, now Torres is 23. They drafted her last year. I think she was a good signing for Gotham. But, yeah, I think that they still could do a little bit more than midfield. She played 13 matches last year, got a good play amount of playing time, but didn't get on the score sheet, didn't get any assists. So I think that that's a position for me that has flashing lights for Gotham. Although, I do expect as the seasons move on, Ali Long, you know, that Ali Long, Naho Kawasumi, and Christy Mewis are older. Ali Long and Nahomi Kawasumi most, like, um, currently are the older players. So I think that Gotham for the center midfield position could look at someone like a Dabinia as someone who is obviously a top five player in the NWSL. That is someone that if you get hurt, you are screaming because every team in the NWSL wants Dabinia. She is the best player in the league, in my opinion. Her creativity level is off the chart. She makes everyone look stupid that she plays against. But because she's so good on the ball, she can make Becky Sauerbrunn look like she's so slow. Um, Another player that can do this is Melky DeMornay. I know she is not a free agent, and a lot of the players I'm going to talk about today are free agents, but she has been heavily linked with the NWSL, and Gotham FC desperately needs some young, quick players in our team. 
Cameron Tucker showed a little bit of that last season, but didn't get the playing time that as a Gotham fan I would have liked to see, considering that, you know, at the end of the season there was really no stakes for them. Um, so, yeah, I think that Team Mornay completely burned that U.S. defense when we played them in Haiti in qualifiers. And Danielle Colprico as more of a defensive option. She's a true center midfielder. She's not someone like a DeMornay or Jabinia who's a center attacking midfielder or could even play on that front line. For attack, for true attacking-minded players, Marta and Megan Rapino are two that stick out to me. Tobin Heath was on my radar, but for Gotham, you know, I think that the last thing they need right now is someone really recovering from a big injury. I know Marta also had an ACL injury, but that was in March. Tobin Heath's was in September. So, big difference in timeline. Therefore, I'm not too convinced with them. Now we're going to move on, and we're going to do the rest of the teams in alphabetical order. Um, Angel City has not made any offseason moves yet. And their roster has Didi Heritage and Brittany Eisenhower in goal, Sarah Gordon, Madison Hammond, Paige Nielsen, Megan Reed, Ali Riley, Jasmine Spencer, Alyssa Swabby, and Marie, Marie um, Vignola as defenders. Um, in the midfield, they have Clarice Lebion, Savannah McCaskill, Lily Nabbitt, Carrie Ricaro, and Danny Weatherhull. And up top, they have Simone Charlie, Claire Emsley, June Endo, and Sydney Sydney Lurie, Tyloo Lucy, Christian Press. Wow. That front line gives me jitters uh, because this team is so talented. The six attackers that I just mentioned are all incredible players. They, you know, Endo is a young, very flashy, but incredible young Japanese player who is a huge future at just 22 years old. Simone Charlie and um, Tyler Lucy are other players I want to watch this season. Charlie, you know, she's still getting a hang in the league. She is 27 now, but she's so talented. I could see her breaking onto the U.S. national team. Tyler Lucy, again, is another player that I just really see breaking out with this team. We saw her play last year. I watched her in person um, as more of a fullback, but I think that up top is really where she shines. Another player who's 27 years old. So I think that this team is a lot of good talent. Kristen Press and Sydney LaRue, World Cup winners, and Claire Emsley is a proven Scottish international. So that front line looks really good to me. All of my suggestions were merely more defensive ones. I think they need a third goalkeeper for the roster. This is something I'm going to say for a lot of teams. Caitlin Rowland is really the only goalie that played last season. Nicole Barnhart's 41. She might retire. So for goalkeeping department, I think that if teams wanted a really good like starting goalie besides Rowland, they should have jumped for Abby Smith, but they didn't. Rowland, again, is a great goalie, but Angel City, I don't really think, needs a goalie of Rowland's quality. Rowland is very good, and I don't think... Caitlin Rowland would want to come into a team as a third-string goalie. And Angel City last season had so much depth in the goalkeeping department. They had Didi Heritage, they had Brittany Eisenhower, and they had Almuf Schultz, the German international keeper, who they released after only playing one game. So for other NWSL teams, that could be someone with their, you know, stars on. They could have a star in that player. But another position, I think, is right back. The fullback and, and situation and NWSL free agency, quite frankly, is very shallow. The depth. Um, Jasmine Spencer is there, who they have, but I would have assumed that if they had kept her, they would have signed her by now. Of course, that's still a possibility, but again, don't really see her coming back 
uh, I feel like they would have signed her by now, but, you know, maybe she'll come back as a later option. But besides that, again, overseas signing, no real fullback depth. In the midfield, I think they need a defensive midfielder. Carrier Caro and Danny Weatherholt were good last year in that role, but I think that if Angel City has title aspirations, re-signing someone like a Julie Ertz is, should be big. Um, Daniel Colaprico and Meggie Dorney Howard are also there for that CDM position. So that's another person I'm looking at. And don't forget the center midfield. These players are, again, these six players, they can play both CDM and CM. Morgan Gatra, Desi Scott, and Vanessa DiBernardo. I thought that, if I have to be honest, Angel City was one of the most talented expansion teams I'd ever seen. When I saw that roster, I was like, that team is going to win a lot of games. Injuries did not help them. Julie Gertz was on maternity leave. Sarah Gordon and Christian Press both tore their ACLs. They acquired Sydney LaRue as the natural Christian Press replacement, and then LaRue got injured. So for Angel City, I saw them in person beat Gotham 3-1, and that was without the talent of Christian Press and the talent of Sydney LaRue. So this team, I think the sky's the limit for them. But another piece I think they could add, I don't think they need this, but I think it would be amazing if they added this and an attacker with flair, like a Dabinia, a Tobin Heath, or a Marta. Although the thing is, is I don't really know how they would fit into this team because they're so good and they would play, but there's already good attackers on this team. I think that if you get those six, Charlie, Emsley, Endo, LaRue, Lucy, Press playing together, you have two front lines that you can interchange with Challenge Cup and regular season. So I think that for them, that would just be a bonus. Let's move on to the Red Stars. I'm not going to read the rosters for every team's in completion, but I'm going to do them for the first few. Um, goalkeepers, Alyssa Nair, Emily Boyd. Defenders, Tierno Davidson, Aaron Reich, Casey Kruger, Tatum Malazzo, Kayla Sharples, Bianca St. George, and Amanda Kowalski. Midfielders, Sarah Waldmo, Sarah Griffith, Samantha Fisher, G- Jill Aguilera. Forwards, Mallory Pugh, Yuki Nagasato, Ella Stevens, Ava Cook, Chelsea Darber. Um, and again, they don't really need too much. The Red Stars, though, did lose Colaprico, Gatra, and Hill. They have confirmed that they will not be re-signing with the club. So that's a big disappointment for them. Although I have a few replacements in mind that I think are like for like for those players. In the midfield, I see a lot of potential replacements. Um, none that are as good as a player like Morgan Gatra because she is such a talented player. You can't really replace her. But there are some still some good players in there. Julia Ertz could potentially make a return, but I don't really see that happening. Um, no Cole Prico, no Di Bernardo. Obviously, Di Bernardo could resign, but I'm not going to count players resigning as possibilities for the situation I have for other teams. But I don't really see Di Bernardo signing with the Red Stars, therefore I won't mention her. Maggie Doherty Howard is a good shout, along with um, a player like a Desiree Scott. Those two could be looked at potentially as someone who could see going to the Red Stars. Although, I would more likely see Doherty Howard move. She's younger. 
Desi's got, you know, she's 35. She's probably happy in Kansas City after making a final. She's the captain. So I think for Maggie Doherty Howard, I think it would be a little bit easier to walk away from the Pride, especially considering the Pride. You know, they're a younger team. They have a rebuild. So I could see some them, you know, maybe get rid of a few players that are a little bit older. I'm in the Pride. I've also have Marta as a free agent, but... I'm, I could potentially see Marta, Tim Rack, Presley not really returning next season. Although, I again, I think that Tony Presley is one of the most underrated center backs in the league um, because of how valuable her long ball service is. So I think that that's a big thing for the pride. But, again, there's a lot of good free agents out here. It's hard to pinpoint one of them for that position but um the cdm uh position slash cm i could see mega doherty howard and desi scott being two um goalkeeper again caitlin roland it's gonna be the same every time so i'll just like on teams with those two goalies again you can't really do much more than caitlin roland at this moment there's caitlin roland right now who's um the only really goalie available that played last season, the other goalies avail- the other goalie available, Nicole Barnhart is forty one and didn't play, so I don't really see teams um I think that Roland or Barnhart are those two the only really two options right now for a goalkeeper. Um lastly um, besides goalkeeper in the midfield, I think that a tapping help for Mallory Pugh is a really big thing. No Rachel Hill next season. I do like the players that they have in the Red Stars. Eva Cook is one that gives me um, big, uh, a big uh, potential player. Obviously, Mal Pugh. That's who we're looking for help. Nagasato I like, but I think with the lack of depth in the midfield, you could easily see her dropping deeper. Um, Ella Stevens and Chelsea Darper are younger players who haven't really developed yet fully in that NWSL play. So I could see, I mean, again, the same victims on my list. Davinia, Melky DeMornay, Marta, Megan Rapino. any of those players obviously would be huge additions to any team in the NWSL. So those four players, you're going to hear their names a lot throughout this series. Now we're going to move on to the Houston Dash. They have one of the smallest rosters um, right now. So they're the two goalies, Jane Campbell, Ella Derrick. They have four defenders, Julia Ashley, Ashley... Alicia, excuse me, Chapman, Capri Stardasco, and Katie Naughton. In the midfield, they have Shea Groom, Sophie, Sophie Schmidt, and Marissa Vigiano. And up top, they have six forwards, Joelle Anderson, Ryan Garris, Paulina Grimalagalia, Nichelle Prince, Ebony Salmon, and Maria Sanchez. Nichelle Prince, Sanchez, um, and Salmon were the front line last season that we saw after Rachel Daly departed. But we've Prince getting injured, I would hope to see more of Paulina Grimalia this season. She's such a promising young player. She hasn't really gotten many minutes, um, but she's signed permanently at the Dash, and she's a, one of the world's biggest prospects for Argentina. So I think that Paulina Grimalia could get a lot of playing time. 
I would hope to see her play a little bit more under, you know, it'll be a new coach for the Dash. Um, still TBD after Juan Carlos Amaros left. Um, positions to fill, again, goalie, Roland, um, Barnhart. And the defensive line, they only have four defenders, so I think you need to add someone there. I think fullback-wise, they need a little bit more depth, and they need another center back. So, fullbacks, maybe you can get Jasmine Spencer. Center backs, though, I think there is more free agency depth. You could look at a player like someone, like a Desi Scott could be considered as a center back player. Again, don't see her leaving the current, but just putting her out there for the dash. Um, a few other players, Amber Brooks could be like a role player in the back. Maybe someone like Otori Huster. Estelle Johnson's a name I had on my list for the dash, but she signed with the Courage. Um, another player that could be considered to, for that center back position. Again, I mentioned her earlier. I'm very, very big fan of Tony Presley. I think that her left foot is just incredible. She has such a long ball attributes, and I think she could really pair nicely in the back with a Katie Nodden. Um, as Nodden's, you know, more of a, a player that sometimes plays on the right center back position. And I think Presley's someone, they need a little bit more of that long ball spirit and to leech and leash someone like an Ebony Salmon or a Maria Sanchez. In the midfield, um, only having three players right now, Shea Green, Sophie Schmidt, and Marissa Vigiano, I think that the dash could easily be a target city for someone like who's trying to revive their career. Maybe Morgan Gatra would like to go there. Although I see, I have Gatra and Angel City already paired. Tobin Heath is a player you could look at, but I don't really think that Houston would work for her. Again, you could look at Cola Prico, Di Bernardo, um, Dorgity, Dorothy Howard. There's a lot of depth in that midfield position. I mean, if as I scroll down the list, Meredith Speck, um, Erica Timrak, on on and on and on and on, and I could keep on going all day. So, the midfield, there's no real worries and concerns. The real concerns that I have with the free agency pool is fullback. If you need a fullback, I wouldn't look in um, free agents. Jaylene Daniels and Liz Eddy are one, but they're, again, more left-back players. For if, you're, if you're a team that's missing a true right-back, like um, Houston, they have Alyssa, Chat, Alyssa Chapman, so they don't need a left-back. They need a right-back after... Um, to help be alongside Caprice Didasco. In the midfield, uh, I already went over those options. Up top, though, I don't think they need anyone, you know. Yes, Prince is injured. They could draft a player for up top. They have enough up top players. I think they really need to worry about more the, you know, defensive side of the game. They have Salmon, Sanchez, Garris, Anderson, Gramal, Gula, um, Prince is obviously a great player, but she's injured. She'll be out at least till the World Cup. Maybe she'll make it to the World Cup, but um, I think that she'll be back with them for the rest of the season. Nichelle Prince's injury, it's a serious one. I'm not going to discount that. She could be out for a while. Um, she has an injury that's not just a casual injury. It's an injury that can really be harmful. And when she got carried off in that Canada game, she, um, you, 
um, you knew that something was wrong. Yes, she rupt for the those wondering of the precise injury, she ruptures ruptured her Achilles tendon um, while playing on international duty from Canada. So, yeah, that's something that you could consider as a big loss for the dash for the beginning of the season this could be a year injury and it would really suck if she missed the world cup because she's so great and it would she's a such a clinical goal scorer up top for canada and at her club level so that's something that is need in my opinion needed to be considered so now let's move on to the Kansas City current team, a team that gives I like a lot. When I look at this Kansas City current team, I'll dive right in. A.D. French, Cassie Miller, Elizabeth Wall, Alex, Alex Luera, Haley Mace, Addison Merrick, Izzy Rodriguez, Mallory Weber, Jenna Weinbrother, Chardonnay Curran, Lola Bonta, Claire Lavoger, Chloe Lagarzo, Sam Mewis, Elise Bennett, Kristen Hamilton, CC Kaiser, and Lynn Williams. Up top, I think they're sorted. You do need one more player, but it doesn't need to be someone super experienced. They have that experience. They have Kaiser, Hamilton, and Williams with Bennett as, you know, more of a youthful presence um, who's obviously still proven. She did a good job last season as a rookie. If they just draft a forward, I think they'll be fine up top. In the midfield, I think, again, just one more player. Lavalier's injury would be a big miss, but a midfield of Labonta, Lagarzo, and Mewis sounds great to me. And a midfield of Labonta, Lavoger, Mewis sounds even better to me. So when Lavoger gets back from her injury, hopefully by the World Cup time, even though she might not be considered for France, I think that it would be good for Kansas City to have her back before the World Cup. On the defensive side of things, this is where I think they could make a big um, statement, you know, losing Edmonds, who is their leader. They have Mace up right back. Uh, they have they have a few. Good, they have good players, but I think that they don't have someone who gives me the U.S. Women's National Team vibes. Besides a Haley Mace, um, Alex Lira is giving me those vibes, but I think that she is more of a midfielder. I could see her playing alongside the midfield with. Um, you know, Labonta, Lavoger, Lagarzo. It'll be interesting to see how they play the current, but the current roster gives me chills. Um, I don't think that there's many improvements needed here, but for the sake of the episode, goalie, Roland, Barnhart, draft pick, etc. Um, defenders, I get maybe a big center back, someone who's big, um, shove someone off the ball. I like that. Uh, maybe resign Desi Scott. Maybe if you're lucky, Julia. It doesn't doesn't really seem like it to me. But yeah, that's all I really see needed for the team that made the title. I don't really see anything needed for them. The Courage um, roster is interesting to say the least. It's very thin. Marissa Bova and goal. Ma- Malia Berkeley. Abby Erseg, Haley Kurtz, Carson Pickett, Kiki Pickett, Merritt Mathias, Estelle Johnson on defense. In the midfield, Tess Bodie, Millie Far- Farrow, Emily Gray, Fuka Nagano, Denise Sullivan, Frankie Talgulia Ferry, and up top, Riki Madsen, 
Carlene Nicole and Diana Ordonez. I want to see more of Maidston, so I like this. Um, Millie Farrow was another one of those late summer signings who never really got to play, um, so I would like to see more of her. But obviously, they do need two goalies, so I think that this is a team I could see re-signing Caitlin Rowland or re-signing Casey Murphy. Um, Murphy is out there, so I think that a U.S. Women's National Team goalie is out there if you need a goalie. Um, she's not an official free agent yet, so I haven't mentioned her in the past few points. But if she rejects her offer of the courage, there's your goalie for the teams that are looking for one. Um, defenders, nothing really that stands out to me. Great fullbacks and Pickett and Mathias, Urseg, Johnson, Kurtz in the middle look good. Midfield, I, I like it. I don't love it, I'll be honest. Berkeley, I think, should not be considered a defender as more of a midfielder. Farrow, I like Nagano. I liked O'Sullivan. But I think they do need one more midfielder. Resigning Dabinia is a priority. I don't think that will happen, unfortunately. Sorry, Courage fans. So I think you could look towards a DiBernardo, a Colaprico, a Dordney Howard, a Scott, a Zerboni is someone that I haven't been mentioning. But I think that the Courage need that leadership, you know? Um, this is a young team right now. They have, in the midfield especially, O'Sullivan provides some of that. But if you look at the rest of the midfield, it's a younger midfield. So um, people might think Nagano's older, but, you know, she's still a young player, Fuku Nagano. At, um, she's such a mature player at just 23 years old, but she made an immediate impact the second she came to the NWSL, which is why... Um, People might think she's more of a older player with more experience, but she's only 23, so that's a big boost for a lot of team for the courage. So yeah, nothing really there. Maybe an experienced midfielder up top is where I think they could make a player. Um, they only have three attackers right now, pure attackers after they traded Gavon, which I think was an odd one. Valerie Gavon in the NWSL has bounced around so much. She was on two teams in a matter of months. Um, the Courage acquired her, got rid of her a few days, weeks later, and then the Dash never really used her, released her. So it'll be interesting to see if Gavon gets picked up by another NWSL team or not. Um, because she's a talented player for, used to play for France. Um, so maybe the Courage will pick her back up again. That I think that they have Caroline Ordonez Maidston. I mean, Ricky Maidston, for those people who don't know a lot about her, is a great player. Um, she came in in the middle of the season during the summer window. She's from De um, Denmark. She played at Madrid CFF. Uh... She's 25, so she's a little experienced, but she's still relatively young. She was on the Euros team this summer, so the Courage probably scouted her through that. But um, she's a player that, you know, could get some more uh, minutes this season, which is great, you know. I would love to see someone like her get more minutes. Obviously, the draft is a big factor in this, so we can't factor that in now, but we will factor that in as the season goes on. Now that we're done with the courage, we are officially have gotten through one, two, three, four, five, six teams. So now let's move on. We're halfway. Our next team on the list is one that I think 
raises a lot of eyebrows for fans. This team is one of the more um, talented teams that hasn't necessarily won a title. It's the OL Reign. This is one of the most interesting teams of the offseason with the amount of quality that they have in free agency. Lauren Barnes, the player that's played the most minutes in NWSL history. Megan Rapino, She's Megan Rapino, And Tobin Heath, who's another player with a big question mark right now. So their current roster, finally, another one that has free goalies. Thank God. <laughs> um, the free agency for goalies, though, seriously, it could get really cha- chaotic if... Um, teams like this don't have goalkeepers. I could easily see this being chaotic, but the Reign have the same free goalies as last season and Claudia Dickey, um, Lauren Ivory, and Valentolis Joyce. On defense, they had Ryan Brown, Alana Cook, Sam Hyatt, Sofia Huerta, Jimena Lopez, Alisa Melson, Phoebe McLernan in the midfield. They have Angelina, Olivia Athens, Jess Fishlock, Rose Lavelle, Quinn, Olivia Van Der For Up top, they have Beth Balser, Jordan Heitzema, Tazara King, and Veronica Latsko. Part of me is saying finally, because I have been looking forward to a Balser, Heitzema, King front line for a while. They've been overshadowed, I think it's fair to say. In the past frame teams, there's always been so much depth up top that, you know, some of the younger players haven't really gotten to shine. Tazara King is a player that I've been kind of waiting to see really break break out. Like, I think that she's been, she's had her moments, but I feel like it's always been, like, good season. Good season. But I'm waiting for that great season. She's 24. She had 48 goals in her college career, but she's only had one goal in the last two years of the reign, which is why I've been a little bit, how should I say this? Like, confused about what's happening. I think that she just isn't getting the playing time that maybe she really needs to flourish. I I honestly don't really know because she just doesn't really seem like she's getting the attention she needs um, to keep on flourishing as a incredible player. Um, so I think that, you know, she's a player that I think has a lot of question marks surrounding whether next season is her breakout year where she thrives and is incredible. But... I don't know. You know, it'll be interesting to see this rain team. It's odd, I gotta say. They have a lot of different, um, like, pieces. I think that if you put them all together, they're a good team. But I think that no Megan Rapinoe is obviously a step back. So if they do not retain her by any chance, I think we could see the rain slip. So I think that for me, it's mainly... Resign everyone you have with the rain. And as we get to later teams, I might be saying that more. Um, maybe add a defender, but at the same time, who are you going to add? Um, maybe like Lauren Barnes, resign Barnes, resign Heath, resign Rapino. And if you're the rain, you'll take that any day of the week. Maybe also use that Olympic Leon connection, I will say. Um, get someone from Europe to excite us. Uh, the Pride. This is one of the teams that I'm gonna... 
it's gonna it's gonna take a while to go over what I think we need to add. The Pride do have their goalkeeping position sorted. Kaylee Collins, Aaron McLeod, and Morehouse on defense. They have Carrie Abello, Caitlin Cosme, Haley Hansen, Megan Montefusco, and Kylie Strom. Defensively, they are were a little weak last season. I think that Carrie Abello needs to get higher up the field. I think that they shouldn't keep on holding her in the back. Um, Hansen's a good player on the right. Montefusco and Strom are good, but I think re-sign Presley. The Pride are in a very big rebuilding stage, so I don't really know what to say about who would, like, realistically go there, I guess. Um, there's been questions about them moving. Uh, that That's more old news. I think that they probably will stay in Orlando. But it's just, you know, it's another one of those teams, like the Red Stars, that I just feel like is rebuilding. And I think that this that's okay, but I don't really see, besides re-signing maybe, like, Amarta, maybe they do that. But, again, I don't really see that fitting in with the whole thing with the pride. I think that next season is going to be a year where they heavily rebuild and give young players a chance to really shine. And I think that they have a lot of good young players. So there's nothing really, no players in mind for me, but they need more defenders. They definitely need a lot more midfielders and they need one more good attacker. Whether that comes from the draft, overseas, I don't know. But I think that Haley Bajuga, um, I do, I'm not, I am not known to pronounce that name. Hilly Bajuga, I think, is how you say it, maybe. I don't think it is, but um, we'll go with that. She is a very talented player from Malta. She's younger, 18 years old, so I think that you need to give her more playing time because this is a player that could be your future. She gets the number seven, as she should. Um, she's someone that I think is incredible. Um, no doubt about it. She scored a goal every two games when she played in Italy for Fasulalu, but um, she joined the Pride, has only played three games for them and hasn't scored yet, so I think that the next this season, the Pride, again, no no real players in mind from free agency because I think that they're developing. I think that's okay. I have a lot of promise in the Pride. I see them being playoff contenders because the young players they have in their squad are very good. Um, Bajuga, Watt, Clough is someone who I really have a lot of high hopes about. Um, Abello, Doyle. There's a lot of good talents on this team. I think they just need maybe to re-sign Marta or just get a leader. I could see McCall Boney, now that I think about it, working with this team. Um, someone who's a leader. They need someone with experience. Um, McCall Zerboni obviously is the captain of Gotham. It doesn't really seem like she's going to re-sign with them. Hasn't re-signed yet. Uh, so I think that for the Pride, getting someone like that, you know, who can really give you that experience needed. Someone that, well, that player that's going to slide in for the slide tackle, do everything for the crest. Um, that's something that I think they could use in the midfield alongside Gunny Yon's daughter, who, again, might be... Uh, away next summer, uh, summer for she's an international player, so that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, she's Icelandic, so um, did uh, the thing is, is they they um, they I'm pretty sure they made the World Cup, which would be something that I think would be a big um question mark, I think. Because if they made the World Cup, 
I would be more um, urgent on bringing in a midfielder who um, really would get the job done and make get them into the I don't think they I don't think they made it actually I take that back I remember them getting to the playoffs but they didn't get all the way through which I think is sad they're a decent talented side but I think that again McCall Zerboni is someone that I look at the Portland Thorns I'm gonna read the roster and I'm going to tell you they do not need anyone. I don't see any need for the Portland Thorns. They got Lindsey Horan coming back from loan. This team is genuinely stacked. I will say this again and again. I do not know how they were managed to build this team, but good job to Karina LeBlanc and the as the GM. This team is insanity. It it's literally making my eyes burn. Look at it. It is so good. Bella Bixby in goal, Gabby Provzano, Kelly Hubley, Becky Sauerbrunn. Natalia Kuika, Emily Menges, Megan Klingenberg in the back. In the midfield, Natalie Beckman, Taylor Porter, Janine Becky, Sam Coffey, Crystal Dunn, Olivia Moultrie, Rocky Rodriguez, and Hino Sugita. And up top, Christine Sinclair, Sophia Smith, Morgan Weaver, and Yasmin Ryan. This team is great. Um, I think that they just need to keep everyone over the offseason. So obviously, some players have departed with not getting the playing time that they deserve. There's so many good players in the Portland Thorns that maybe they some players just are ready to get playing time, and I understand that. So the Thorns, I think, you know, get some good young talents from the draft. You've seen what they've done in the draft in the past, bringing in players like Smith, Weaver. Um, Moultrie wasn't the draft, but someone that they brought in through the um, – as a – a player just through they signed so i think that that's for the forms their focus keeping everyone um three more teams left louisville they're a team that is very interesting to me i don't know what's up with them they've been a very they've made a lot of headlines for better or worse in their first few seasons oh there's they were a team that's made me curious the roster is the way that the roster is this is the one that when i was looking at it didn't really um give me uh like a sense of the direction i guess they have four goalies in their roster hillary beal jordan bloomer kelsey Dotterty and Katie Lund. And defense, they have Fa- Emily Fox, Rebecca Holloway, Julia Lester, Sitara Murray, Zanetta Wine. In the midfield, they have Alex Ch- Ch- Chidiak, Savannah Medemello, J- Jaylene Howell, Taylor Mollum, Lauren Malay, and Wong Shuang. And up top, they have Christian Davis, em- Amina Akic, Parker Gones, T- Tembi Katlana, Jessica McDonald, and Nadia Nadim. This team, I really like the roster. I just think they need one superstar. I think that they need one superstar, um, whoever that is, to step up. I think this team is just very good. There's a lot of um, depth in around the squad. I like a lot of the players on this team. Um, there's no real holes, I guess, for me. Um, I think the defender is something that they kind of need. Their defense has been letting them down. Katie Lund has had to do a lot almost too much. Um, I like the midfield with Wong Shuang, Chidiak, DeMello, Howell, Malay, 
Malay also has played fullback for Louisville. Malum hasn't really gotten much playing time, um, not to leave her out. So um, I think, you know, maybe we can see her get a little more playing time this season. That would be kind of cool. Just 23 years old. Um, only got two games in the last two years. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with the team and see how Louisville goes this offseason. I think you could see um, maybe them in free agency. Chayna Matthews is one of their free agents to look at. That is it from a Louisville perspective. So I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think that maybe a one more... I don't really see any of the big players on this list going to Louisville. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, it doesn't really seem like of the right fit for anyone on this list. But who knows? Maybe someone will pop down there. I think that, you know, again, with the pride, they have a lot of promising young players. Keep on getting younger. Don't hate young teams um, that are promising. And have, they have a lot of good young players that are on the up rise. Two more teams left. San Diego Wave. Again, a very talented squad, but one with question marks in this offseason because not due to a lack of skill. They that's not a question mark at all for me, at least. Um, just the free agents available for teams to swipe up. Um Katie Johnson, Jody Taylor as attacking options are players that are big, and I think that one of them might be leaving because they signed uh, Rachel Hill recently, who's Taylor's 36, Johnson's 28, Hill is 27. So look at that from that perspective. I wouldn't be surprised if Jody Taylor went back home to England. She's at the end of her career. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, she did him back to England um, just because... The reality is she hasn't really gotten much of a spotlight with the wave. She has a lot of attacking competition. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Again, at 20, in her 20s, it would be a different story, but she's not 20 anymore. She only got 14 games a season. She's a good player who's played for the Lionesses, has a lot of caps with them, you know? She's played on some of the best clubs in the world. She has 51 appear um, caps, which is a lot. Um, she also has played for top teams in Europe like Arsenal and Lyon. Uh, so I think it's interesting that maybe she might go back there, or I could see her being a big, valuable signing for a team looking for some more attackers. Who knows? Like... That is something that I think we could see change um, if needed. I think that it would be interesting to see what attackers would be um, looked at. So, yeah, I think that's interesting to see. Um, I think that, you know, she could find herself anywhere. She's talented, clearly. Um... She's a lot of good players surrounding her, as I mentioned. So, yeah, I think that for her it's a big question mark. But I think for the Wave it's a big question mark this offseason. And I think that adding Rachel Hill was a great start. 
And I, there's, again, no real, again, another goalie to maybe round out their squad. Maybe some more full depth, back depth. But no real other weaknesses for me. The last team is going to be, again, a team that I have a lot of issues with at the moment. If I was a Washington Spirit fan. Because of the way that they've been kind of casually letting players go. I, I know there's obviously some other reasons, probably, that we do not know about for these players leaving i just see julia rotter going to europe is a problem i think for them uh i mean they don't have kelly o'hara's gone brooks bernhardt and houston free agents Ulmer, Collins, Kerr, Karina Rodriguez, and Aubrey Harding, Aaliyah Martin, Gabby Vincent. There's a lot of vacant roster spots. So it's fair to say Mark Parsons joining, I think he joined the Spirit knowing he could not a team by any means that is full. Um, Ashley Hatch, someone that I am really looking to to make a big season. They also have Trittany Rodman with her. But, you know... They lost Kelly O'Hara. I would have seen a little bit more of a resurgence. That was something that I was disappointed of from the Spirit. They let up a lot of late goals. Only won three games last season. Least amount of games won in the league. Even Gotham in last place won more. So, for the Spirit, I think it's really about the defense and holding the games. Um, Yeah, I think that's my main problem with the Washington team. Definitely need goalkeeping. Didn't get Abby Smith. I had her as their goalie for backup. Um, So, yeah, that's my thing. My take on free agency. 50-minute take. Thank you so much. If you're here listening right now, you are a diehard fan of the podcast, and you deserve to know on our Instagram, we're going to be raffling off some of our extra NWSL posters from the season. Some are Gotham. One of them is Leo Williamson. So be sure to check out our Instagram, and we're going to post it right after this episode is launched, maybe like two hours or so later or something. But yeah, expect it to see by tomorrow morning. As I'm recording this, it's December 4th. By December 5th in the morning, we will definitely have a post up about the raffles. So be sure to check out our Instagram. Follow us while you're there. And thank you so much for listening. It's so great to have people so dedicated to the podcast listening to us now already in the 50th minute of this episode. So thank you so much for listening. And peace out from your host, L.G. Gee.